This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge by their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be asking a very, very important question that honestly blows me away that we even have to talk about, but I will get into what that question is, and I'll get into why. So first off, that question is, what is strength and conditioning really? Now, I've been doing this for a very long time. And I always thought that that was a pretty straightforward answer. But conversations that I've been having recently, discussions that I've been having recently with athletes is showing me that we live in a new age. We live in an age where the answer to that question is not as clear as I thought it would be. And so we are going to be answering the question, what is strength and conditioning really? Because the last six months to a year or so, I'd say, what I've been noticing a lot of is this trend of gyms offering strength and conditioning classes. Um, this trend of, you know, athletes doing these ridiculous workouts that have little to no actual application to their sport. And then, you know, flexing about how tough their strength and conditioning program is. And, you know, we'll get into a little bit of this specifically. The other one that always gets me is, you know, sports teams that put together these dryland programs that, you know, you don't touch a weight, you don't touch, you know, anything actually beneficial, but you can check the box and say, we offer our team strength and conditioning. And so the first one we're going to touch on is these classes and these cardio circuits that I've been seeing gyms offer so much more lately um, that just, just blow me away. So these gyms are offering strength and conditioning classes. These gyms are offering, you know, these conditioning sessions that are thrown together in about five minutes before the classes actually start. You know, they have no structure. It's basically just, hey, we're going to do 100 of this, 100 of that, 100 of this, and 100 of that. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's a hard workout. Why is that a bad thing? And it's not that doing a hard workout is a bad thing. It's just that you're giving athletes the illusion that they're doing proper strength and conditioning by putting them through this hard workout that really has little to no actual application to your sport. And the one argument I get whenever I discuss these kinds of sessions, these kinds of, you know, classes that get offered is that people saying, well, you know, it's good for the mental toughness to be able to see how hard you can push yourself. And yeah, there's, some benefit to that. Yeah, you know, there's there's something to that for sure. I won't deny it. But every single session should not be how much can I push my mental toughness. Every single session should not be how hard can I push myself until I break. And you know, I see my athlete Clayton here, so he's going to laugh at this one, but as an athlete, you should not be trying to train like David Goggins. If you don't know who that is, look him up. He's an absolute savage and a lot of fun to follow. But your training should not look like his training. Clayton, I'm looking at you. Um, and the main reason that I wanted to bring that up, if you don't know who he is, definitely go check him out. His book was sensational. But the main reason I want to bring that up is because this whole idea of just training your mental toughness all the time 
is checking one box of developing into an athlete, but it has people thinking that they're checking all the boxes. You know, we live in this culture of hard work over everything, which in a lot of cases is not wrong, but hard work over everything is not the way to be successful. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that I'm about to tell you not to work hard. And <laughs> that comment came in right at the perfect time. Uh, for anybody listening back to this, my athlete that I just mentioned just commented, stop telling me not to work hard because I always laugh with him about how people assume that's what I'm telling them. But the goal here is not to tell you not to work hard. The goal here is to tell you to be conscious of the results. So if you're doing these strength and conditioning classes that are basically just designed at who can go the longest before they quit, yeah, that might be great for your mental toughness. That might be, you know, pushing yourself to the next level, all of that. But if that's all you're doing, you're not actually physically building your body up for what it needs to compete in the sport. And, you know, the same with these dry land sessions that they offer a lot of sports teams. I know because I worked at a gym where we offered them. And so often these were fully unprogrammed. I'd be told, you know, an hour before, hey, you have this team tonight. And then I wouldn't be told at all. And then they'd come in and they'd say, hey, we have a game tomorrow. Now I'm going, shit, what do I do with this group of athletes that's not going to tire them out, that's going to give them a good session, that's not going to have them too exhausted to play tomorrow? Like, there's no planning to it. And so, yeah, it's a workout. Yeah, you leave and you sweat for a while. Like, that's great, but that's not what you actually need to develop as an athlete. So what it, this leads to when you offer these classes, when you offer these sessions, what this leads to is this leads to athletes feeling like they're doing strength and conditioning because they're doing something physical. Now, again, why is that a bad thing? It's not necessarily a bad thing, but again, you've got to ask yourself, what level do you want to play at? If you're an athlete listening to this right now and you're thinking, well, you know, that's how I train. I do my gym's Monday conditioning session. And, you know, that's my strength and conditioning for the week. You've got to ask yourself, what level do you want to play at? Because if you're in this just for some recreation, you're in this just to kind of, you know, try it out and see what's up, then sure, doing a conditioning session with your gym once a week that doesn't really have much structure, that's fine. But on this show, we talk to athletes who are trying to achieve something. On this show, our focus is teaching all of you out there that want to climb to the top in your sport teaching all of you out there that want to achieve something great with your career, teaching all of you what it actually takes. And what it actually takes is not this random conditioning session with no structure once a week, even though those workouts are hard. What it takes is a proper strength and conditioning program. So what do what actually goes into that? If you're sitting here right now and you're thinking everything he's talked about so far sounds like my strength and conditioning program, listen up. So the first thing that goes into proper strength and conditioning, when it's set up the right way, when it's actually benefiting you the way that it needs to in sport, is an understanding of the athlete's individual needs. Let me say that again. Individual needs. One group program for everybody is not allowing you to play at the level you need to play at. Because even if two of my athletes train together and they're preparing for a fight at the same time. Those are two different athletes 
And for those two different athletes, we need two different focuses. Now, a lot of what they're doing might be similar. A lot of what they're doing might be the exact same. But if I've got somebody dealing with a shoulder injury and somebody else dealing with an ankle injury, there needs to be changes to that program. And the change to that program can't just be go sit on the bike while we do this stuff because it bugs your shoulder. You've got to actually have something in there that's helping you with that shoulder. The goal of strength and conditioning is not to just put you through a workout. The goal of strength and conditioning is to prepare you physically for your sport. And so that one group program that so many people are seeing isn't doing the trick because it's not addressing individual needs of the athlete. It's addressing one need overall, which is to work hard. And again, that's not a bad thing. That's not everything. So the first thing that you actually need when it comes to a proper strength and conditioning program is the understanding of the individual athlete's needs. Now, the second thing you need that these general group classes don't provide is a properly structured plan to achieve a certain outcome or benefit. So a properly structured plan to achieve a certain outcome or benefit. When you're doing these group sessions and these classes that, you know, pushing you for your mental toughness or whatever it is you want to say, what is the actual structured structure of that program? Generally, there isn't one. And if you did want to say that it had an outcome, the outcome could be it's improving mental toughness, which sure is great. But if you are a very mentally tough athlete that has no gas tank and no ability to go five rounds for an MMA fight or, you know, six minutes for your jiu-jitsu match or whatever else it's going to be, you're still not going to win just by being mentally tough. You still need the gas tank. You still need the strength. You still need the power to overpower and overwhelm your opponent. So when you are thinking about your strength and conditioning, instead of thinking I'm working really hard a couple times a week, so I'm doing the trick, start looking at the actual benefits and the actual outcomes you're trying to achieve in order to make sure that you're actually getting the most out of the time you're spending. Because is doing those hard workouts a bad thing? No. But is it the most benefit you can get out of the time and out of the work that you're actually putting in? Also, no. And one of the other things I meant to actually bring up about those group classes and stuff as well is if you're pushing yourself to the point of quitting, if you're pushing yourself to the point of puking, and that is how you're working out, I want you to be truly honest with yourself. How good do you feel coming into the gym the next day? Because if you're still recovering, if you're still sore and in pain coming into the gym the next day, you're not going to get a good session in specific to your skills. And if your skills aren't improving, you can be in fantastic shape. But if you don't know how to fight and you're stepping into a fight, I don't care how good a shape you're in, you're not going to win. So if you are sacrificing your skill training to work harder in your quote unquote strength and conditioning, you're missing the boat. You're doing it wrong. So start understanding that both need to work together and one is not here to overpower the other. So the second thing you need in a properly structured strength and conditioning plan is a properly structured plan to achieve a certain outcome or benefit. Now, the third thing you need is you need it to be all inclusive, not just cardio. 
because that's another thing I see in this world now a lot is these sessions that these gyms will do or these sessions that these athletes will do is basically just, you know, a lot of the time they will lift some weights, but it'll be ridiculously light weights for a hundred reps at a time. Or, you know, they'll do some medicine ball throws, but it's for time and they're doing it for five full minutes. And everything that they're doing is just cardio and it's just pushing you hard and it's just making you work. But if you're not actually properly taking time through your year to build strength, then your own, your cardio can only get so good because if you don't have power behind your punches, if you're not able to move explosively because you don't have the strength in your lower body to be able to do it, then your cardio isn't going to last because you're not going to be moving efficiently. And in turn, as you are, as you continue to not move efficiently, you start to struggle with your gas tank because you're wasting energy while you move. So while you are designing your strength and conditioning plan, make sure that you're actually taking time to build strength. You're actually taking time to focus on power, not just throw in a couple of med ball throws at the end of a session. You're actually taking the time to focus on speed, to focus on conditioning. You should have blocks within your year that have these different focuses in them. Because if you don't have specific times focused on specific outcomes, your body is going to stay stagnant. Your cardio is not going to get that good. You're not going to get that strong. You're not going to get that powerful. And in turn, you're just going to be an average level athlete with a good skill set. But if you actually properly structure it, actually properly take six weeks to focus on building your strength in your off season, now your baseline is higher. And if your baseline is higher, you can continue to scale that up. And by the time you step into your fight, you're a bigger, stronger, more explosive athlete, still with a devastating skill set. And who's going to win? The guy with the good skill set that's an average athlete or the guy with the good skill set that's a great athlete? Pretty confidently going to say the guy with the good skill set that is a great athlete is going to beat the average athlete every single time. Now, the last thing that I cannot stress enough. I don't know if I would say most important, but right up there. The last thing that I cannot stress enough is that a proper strength and conditioning plan is designed to build, not to kill. It's designed to build, not to kill. So as you train, you should not be aiming to leave the gym dead every single day. Because if you're leaving the strength and conditioning gym dead, and then you're going to boxing, jujitsu, Muay Thai, whatever else it is you have that night or later that day or the next day, and you can't perform there, then you're sacrificing your skills for a training session that also isn't that beneficial. So if your goal every time is just how hard can I work, you're going to end up sacrificing your skills. So you've got to remember that a strength and conditioning plan when done properly is designed to build athletes up, not to kill them. So whatever your strength level is at right now, let's say you're at a three out of 10, 10 being where you want to be when you step into the cage or the ring. Your goal right now is to get to a four, not to get to a 10. And then once you're at a four, your goal is to get to five. Once you're at a five, your goal is to get to six. Once you're at a six, your goal is to get to seven, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so in order to do that, you don't have to put in the most work. You just have to put in work. 
and do it consistently. Because if you work so hard that you're so, so sore that you can't do anything for four days afterwards, yeah, you feel accomplished because you're leaving the gym and you feel like crap. So good for you, I guess. But if you can't do anything for the next four days, who do you think is going to get more? The guy who trained every single one of those days, even if it wasn't quite as hard, or the guy who did one super hard session and then couldn't do shit for the next four days because he was in pain. I guarantee you it's the guy who trained consistently every single day. So that is why the phrase building better athletes one day at a time is up on the wall at my gym. That's why that's something I speak to all the time online. Because the goal of training is to build you up, not to destroy you. And so if you stick with it consistently and you're always trying to go from one rung of the ladder to the next rung of the ladder and not from one rung of the ladder to the top of the ladder, that is how you're going to see success. Because this is a long game. This is, a, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And if you take it as such, then you can see success. But if you try to sprint to the end, if you try to do all the work today, it's going to burn you out. You're going to get injured. And then over time, you're not going to see the success you're looking for. So to recap, a proper strength and conditioning program understands the athlete's individual needs. It's properly structured to achieve a certain outcome or benefit. It's all inclusive. It's not just cardio. And it is designed to build and not to kill. So what is strength and conditioning exactly? The whole, the title of this episode, what is strength and conditioning exactly? In order to summarize it, strength and conditioning is the training you do outside of your sport designed to improve your athletic ability to be able to perform at your best when it matters most. Now, that might not be the official definition, but that should be the goal of strength and conditioning when you're doing it. If that is not the goal of your training, you're training wrong. The goal is always performance in the actual competition. And if you're not focused around developing that, then what you're doing is not serving you to the highest possible level. So that is it. That is all. I appreciate you all tuning in, everybody who is here live. Um, and those who are listening back, whether on the podcast, whether on the YouTube channel, anywhere else, I appreciate you taking the time to do that. My one and only ask of you is that if you, you have gotten value from this show, if you have been able to take anything and apply it to your own career, or if we have taught you anything on this show, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with a coach, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. So that is it. That is all. I appreciate you all. And we'll talk again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.